Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why does my partner's love seem conditional? (laughs) So my first response to this question is because adult love is conditional. Oh, see, (laughs) that is mine too. That is mine too. Um, okay, kind of, but not totally. I'm not 100% with you guys on this one. Well, I love that you're not with us. Tell us why. Well, okay, one, totally get it. I get, and for me, I'm separating out love versus unconditional acceptance of behavior. Totally different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. And so... I could have, and this is each person's individual journey. Mm -hmm. I could have an experience of unconditional love for an adult as an adult and not be hundred percent accepting of behavior Mm -hmm. and not even be accepting of the relationship. I could even be in a space of cutoff from that person, but not lose love for them. So when you describe it like that, I'm totally there with you. I think we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. I'm separating them out. So I don't, when I say like, why does my, I, what I think when I think, hear this question, what I think is, oh, I think when they're giving you pushback about your behavior, you're imagining they're taking their love away. And maybe mm. they are. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they cannot hold disappointment and love at the same time. That's totally possible. But a lot of people can. A lot of people do. Right. So they may, what you may be experiencing is I do not unconditionally accept your behavior, but I do love you wholeheartedly. And that doesn't go away. Even if I have to make massive boundaries with you, including like, like all the way boundaries with you. I, I totally hear you have here. To. Yeah. And I also think it's totally possible for you to lose love and yeah. not have that be conditional. I'm just, I'm just not saying yes or no to either way. I I just, I guess here's where I'm kind of feeling it. Yeah. It's like when I think about my love towards my children, 
Mm-hmm. There's a different quality than my love towards anybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like even my family of origin, right? Like mm-hmm. there's, there's a different quality, my love towards my children. That is where I feel the unconditionalness of it. I might not like them. I might not agree or condone their mm-hmm. behavior, mm-hmm. but there's a different quality about how I love them than mm-hmm. the way I love my husband, the way I love, you know, my friends, the way I love my sister mm-hmm. and my, yeah. right. Like there, there's a different quality. It's like a there. felt sense difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my as well. Yeah. I'm being really curious about that. I think I, I think I experience it in my body a little bit differently because I, I have for people um, in like the deepest inner circle, it feels very similar to how I love Stella. I'm not saying though that they couldn't do something. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Stella, she just stuck her head in my door. It was really cute, but I don't so think cute. you guys That's heard why I'm her. giggling. No, no, no. That's I, what, yeah. We're, we're seeing too. the shadow of yeah. her. her shadow of her hair. To like, I'm not saying it doesn't feel different because the love with Adam is romantic. So it yeah. has that different, that has a mm-hmm. different element. It's another to level. It. It's a different kind of love shows up there. And I don't know. Like for me, it feels really similar. Like, I think I'm not saying he could do nothing in the world that would make me not want to be with him. He could do something that would make me choose not to be with him. <laughs> Honey, are you listening? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're talking about acceptable behavior and I'm you talking have about acceptable some and unacceptable behaviors. Totally. Yes. Right. Yes. Totally. But I don't think my love goes away or, or would, well, I'm not even saying it's not totally possible for him to maybe do something. I don't think so, though. I don't know. Like the behavior feels so different to me. So I guess for the inner circle people, it feels really similar yeah. in my body. And yeah. it's totally fine that it doesn't for other people. And, right. and there's this stuff, right? Because I think there's some boundary work stuff that comes in here, mm-hmm. right? Because there's there's something about like, can I love you and also protect myself from you if I need to? Can totally right? Like, so there's there's stuff along those lines where can I not withdraw my love even when you're doing something that I can't tolerate mm-hmm. and be around and I need to create some distance between us? Like, so so there's there's another element in here about mm-hmm. how am I going to protect myself? How do I create the space that feels safe and comfortable? Oh, sure. Psychologically or physically or otherwise. And that, yeah. and that may or may not change the experience of love inside for you. Yes. It's my thought. Right. I, and that, I'm, yeah. I find myself literally accidentally seeing a similarity, a parallel to the last question um, that was accepting differences mm-hmm. because let's, just to make it the three, let's be in a polyamorous relationship right now. Okay. We have it. differences right. because Rebecca and I believe that our, the three of us, our love can be conditional and Jewel says it can't. Yes, well, not I have can't, it right. but isn't for me. Isn't for, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Not, isn't for not her. Can't. Can mm-hmm. the three of us accept that we see things differently and totally. still stay in a happy relationship? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have to come down to one question I don't here or yeah. one answer here. I don't think we need to agree with each other. And I'm thinking about there's something so important in the word seem. Why does my partner's love mm. seem good, good conditional? Point. Well, one, 
it could be because it is. Right. We're talking, we're talking here about three adults who have three different experiences in their body, right? So maybe it is. Um, and also it could be that you're not actually experiencing love going away, but you're experiencing um, disappointment and it's hard for you to hold both at the same time, or mm -hmm. you're experiencing boundary and you're making up in your head that that boundary means they don't love you. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That may have nothing to do with it. Boundary and love have nothing to do with each other. Boundaries are more about, well, not nothing to do with each other. I think it's super important. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> but, but boundaries are more about safety and because the experience of love physiologically cannot coexist with threat. And that's right. what I'm wondering is I like that you brought the word seem in the question, Jules, because my next mm -hmm. question is um, what are the partner's conditions and are you, is our asker frustrated, angry, saddened by those conditions? Like, I don't think I'd have an issue if Gabe's condition on me was, I won't love you anymore if you murder someone and go to jail. Okay. I mean, mm -hmm. one, we share the same morals, but two, I'm not going to murder someone and go to jail. That's not going to affect us. If mm -hmm. it's the question we had this weekend, I'm half kidding when I say that, of, I wouldn't love you anymore if you stopped making my lunches. I'm half kidding. There's a long story behind that. That's a whole different <laughs> conversation between us. One day so, you should tell the long story. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so I, um, apparently, I don't remember this, but apparently it was a request, borderline demand. One of his non-negotiables before we got married, I don't remember it being a non-negotiable. I have been making his lunches for 15 years, very begrudgingly. And every once in a while I pitch a fit and then he looks at me and goes, but you agreed to this before we got married. And I'm like, but I don't remember agreeing to it. And we are totally off the races in both of our adaptive <laughs> children. So when we can get to a healthier place, it's a different conversation. Um, but, but so is one of the conditions things that make sense to me and I agree with, or do they not? And now I'm more frustrated with like, why is your love conditional on me making you lunch? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that's a whole different thing. And feeling is it really? And, and is it really? And is it really? Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm separating mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. the emotion or the meaning that you're holding around a person yeah. as the human versus what I'm going to accept and not accept in my relationship for my own safety, for my psychological well-being, for our connection, for that being possible. And, and there's this, Jules, you said a little while ago, you said physiologically, mm -hmm. love can't coexist with threat. That's right. 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 So they just can't, you cannot experience both simultaneously. Right. And so there's something there that I'm thinking of, like the unacceptable behaviors that, right, that those boundaries go up around could be the ones that stimulate and activate the threat right. system, the threat mm -hmm. response system. Mm -hmm. And so if that's happening, then yeah, I guess it could feel or seem mm -hmm. that love is conditional because these two things can't coexist. It's not able to be accessed physiologically in that moment. But as soon as you move out of threat, you may still love that person. Yes. And if their behavior is truly threatening, please take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. If it's truly physically threatening. 
this, this seems you know, to that also, doesn't mean you don't have, you have to stop loving them, but it may mean you cannot have a relationship with them. When I mm-hmm. think of like domestic violence cycles, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You see that this, this pattern that we're talking about makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I, when I think of the mm-hmm. cycle of domestic violence, right. Like there's, there's that honeymoon afterwards, mm-hmm. right. When yeah. we're out of threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, it's um, when we're, ta- when we're talking about this, I think about it as kind of similar to self-esteem actually. Yeah. Because, okay. So what am I, what is it that I'm saying? If I have really good self-worth, it means that I think I'm lovable and worthy all the time. Yeah. And sometimes my behavior sucks and I'm <laughs> going to hold myself accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so basically me holding me in self, good self-esteem, me in warm esteem, and holding you in warm esteem feels really similar to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, that goes just because a behavior isn't cool. Right. Correct. No, I'm thinking it couldn't with me because if I think his behavior isn't, yeah, it would be a hit. That's my partner. Then I go into judgment. I go into my unhealthy better than place. Mm-hmm. So no, for me, I can't because mm. I don't say same as mm-hmm. well at this moment, maybe yeah, that's today. what I mean. That's yeah. today. Yeah. In yeah. that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it may seem conditional because it may feel, you may have your own map in your own history about anger or um, disappointment or rejection, not being able to coexist with love. And so they may actually be, I don't know what your partner's experiencing or if you're just, or if they actually take their love away, they might, I don't know. When you say take their love away, I'm I'm thinking of the losing strategies of withdrawing, right? I'm Mm -hmm. thinking for sure. Or retaliation. Retaliation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it may be I'm experiencing very bad behavior from my partner. Mm-hmm. I do not know whether or not that means they don't love me. I'd have to ask them that. Yeah. And some of <laughs> I'm giggling because in my worst moments and my more immature parts of my relationship with my with my dear husband, there have been fights that we've been in where I will pull that one and say, You don't love me. Do you love me? If you loved me then. If you love me, you wouldn't do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Or, or if, if you love, if you loved me, then, you know, I wouldn't be doubting whether or not you loved me. I wouldn't be asking. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. right. We're thank goodness we're past that. And I've been there. I know oh that questioning. And if you have a harder history where maybe there was some, it could be developmental trauma or even abuse in yeah. your home, you would actually be normally entering into relationship with a landscape that says, if everything's not hunky dory, then potentially I'm not loved, dehumanized. Like it could be a lot of different yep. things. So yep. you mm-hmm. may be entering into a space with a map. And I don't know. I mean, I wonder if we could like have these conversations with our partners, not as a way that one way's right and then one way's wrong, because I don't yeah. think that's true, but just like, what way's your way? 
do you feel like you experience unconditional love for people or is it more like you do, but just for kiddos? What about when those kiddos grow up? How does that change for you? These are really interesting conversations and Mm -hmm. a wonderful way to get to know each other better. Huge. I love it. I think that's a good place for us to end today. Yeah. Bye-bye. Take care. Take care each other. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our bootcamp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley-Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.